Hey, Brian. Hey, Rick. Shooter McGavin here on a Masters Weekend, day two. Wow. So I heard your From the Tips podcast is kind of badass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. To another episode of From the Tips, it's me, your boy Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host Rick Landis. Rick, how are we doing, good buddy? Doing swell, absolutely swell. How about yourself? How about yourself? I am also doing pretty swell. A, a bit of a damper today as I'm driving home. I don't know what kind of work truck I was behind. It was uh -huh. clearly a work truck, and something splattered out of the back of it. Oh covered the, the whole front end of my car that's um i was worried it was paint yeah was that would like, have been bad that would have sucked but i got home and i kind of like they were dried uh dots at this point i like wiped it and it came off clean so i'm thinking okay. it was just like dust in water yeah maybe which you know, know on a work site happens yeah. i saw some some bits of drywall in the back so they might have just been like drywall guys yeah i would just get it washed off as soon as you can yeah, I'm going to get it washed tomorrow with my free car washes that I got for oh. Christmas. Well, um, <laughs> I noticed yeah. uh, I noticed our, our listeners won't be able to tell us, but I noticed you are in a different scenery again. I am. I'm back home. Our two month stint uh, house slash dog sitting is over, uh, unfortunately, because uh, I miss that dog already. Um, <laughs> she was cool, man. She was cool. What? I guess you just got to get one. I, yeah, I guess I understand. <laughs> Man, you and Ellie just harping on me getting a dog, huh? <laughs> you know you want one. Well, yeah, of course I want one, but I got I got to put it somewhere, you know. Um, yeah, it could fit in your room. Your room's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty pretty roomy, all things considered. I think it's God's honest, maybe ten feet wide. That might be it. I got a maybe. pretty small room, all things considered. My old room was ten by ten, so I get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you upgraded once, Renee. I did. Out, I upgraded. Is, you got, you got the, you got the big room now. Um, but how, how was your day slash weekend? Well, the weekend was fun. We could talk. Weekend, about weekend was fun. Yeah, we went out for uh, for Gina's birthday. That was that was a good time. We, uh, me and her, actually saw the Goonies uh, at the Newtown Theater on Saturday, which was exciting. I got a brand new uh, Hawaiian shirt. That is truly incredible. <laughs> So for anybody who's a Goonies fan, me, um, this is probably the sickest shirt of all time. It's I don't think anyone's going to be able to see this, but I'm going to show Brian again. Uh, it's the shirt that Chunk wears in Goonies. And Chunk is doing the truffle shuffle amidst the flowers and um, trees in the shirt. And it's amazing, which is truly incredible. It's now, so cool. now, now, Rick, buddy, I want to I want to ask you, you know, I feel like that's something you have to you have to win. You know, you do. and as and a matter of fact, you I'm, do. I'm wondering what kind of competition might have had to have taken place in order for yeah, this. So, to be so the here's the deal. It's it's one of those things where I'm just trying not to think about it because it could get me really depressed. Um, in order to win said shirt, I had to do a truffle shuffle competition, oh, yeah. which <laughs> thankfully Gina and I were the only two that were willing to participate in. So <laughs> we were the only two winners. <laughs> But I got a shirt, which I'm sure she's going to wear just as often as me. Oh. And we got a uh, Goonies Never Say Die flag, which is sick. 
now is that is that a a polo or a button down it's a hawaiian shirt okay so what i'm saying is you could still probably get away with golfing in that <laughs> that's exactly what tom said <laughs> you definitely could golf in that that's exactly no doubt what in my mind. tom said <laughs> it's a perfect golf that? shirt I probably will at some point because it's an amazing shirt. It's a great looking so shirt. Good. And also you guys got a flag, right? Yeah, we got a flag. It says Goonies never say die with a skull and crossbones in the middle. It's, it's sick. Love that. For, for those of you that haven't seen that movie, highly suggest it. Do Just, it. I don't know why you haven't yet. It's so good. It's one of those movies you forget is in your top 10. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're thinking of, like, your top 10 movies, you might forget about Goonies unless you've rewatched it recently. Yeah. But then you watch it again. You're like, such so a good. good movie so good oh such a good movie um that's why i had such a, a big cult following the goonies does mm. um but uh what else did we get up to this weekend i mean we uh, had the debacle with taco bell we had the taco bell debacle you weren't you weren't specifically present for in the car i was in the other car that didn't have problems oh my gosh that was impossible so just a little backstory for everybody we had to go around the taco bell drive through three times in order to get our food which partially was gina's fault because she got it sent to the wrong taco bell and then after that they were just mad at us i think (laughs) they definitely were because i always feel bad making somebody who works in fast foods life harder just because your job already sucks this lady was just this lady was already having a horrible day was not and good just, yeah i mean i don't i don't know if this is who she was as a person she seemed like a horrible person uh, right and then us us frustrating her just made it a million times worse see this is the this is the problem i have with the whole apps and being able to order through the app mm-hmm. for me at least half the time doesn't even work yeah and like don't get me wrong i do not like interacting with other human beings yeah. but I would much rather just walk inside, order it, mm-hmm. have it handed to me, yeah. and go about eating my food. I feel like that yeah. process is a lot easier. Most It of is time. a lot easier. And the thing I enjoy more about that is you don't have to do the weird, uh, the weird thing where you get it and you want to check to make sure everything's there. Yeah, but you right? also don't want to hold up the rest of the line because there's 15 cars behind you. So you're like, and then you're just like, just even worse. It's even a worse situation. And then inevitably they did forget something. And then like inevitably just gonna there happen. is something wrong and you're like, oh, this was not there. And they're like, no, you just ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get free stuff out of it. It's not going to work. <laughs> not, I'll tell you what, it's not going to work here at this very Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah was, so that was something. Quite the like eventful what? weekend. Uh, back to work this week, hopefully. <laughs> Things aren't looking great, but I'm hoping to get a five-day work week this week. Um, but we're supposed to get rain again. Yeah. So. Is it, is it, uh, when's it supposed to rain this week? Like Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, just right in the middle of the maybe week, on, too. maybe on Friday as well. So God, this is good. This is good. I'm having a great time. Week. Having such a good time. Um, <laughs> See, what's nice yeah. is you don't have to work, but what sucks is you don't like have paid time off money. or like salary yeah, or all that stuff. You got to work to get paid. So like, yeah. that's a negative immediately. Yeah. Uh, it but here's, me, it yeah, does give me time though to celebrate whatever national holiday is going on that day. Damn right. Which in the case of Wednesday is chip and dip day. So I might just like oh. eat a whole bag of chips and dip. Rick, if I don't have a personal vlog from you <laughs> about your day of just indulging in chips and dips, I'm going to be disappointed. If I, I have off on Wednesday, 
I will eat an entire bag of chips and a can of salsa. And I, I that's a promise I make to you right now. <laughs> and that is a promise. <laughs> I can see it. But, I can see it. But before we get to Wednesday, we have today, Tuesday, of which is National Goof Off Day, which is most days for me because I don't like to take life seriously. It's not worth it. Um, it's a good outlook on life. I'll tell you pretty what. Pretty much it. I mean, there's nothing really else going on. It's West Virginia Day, but who really cares about West Virginia? <laughs> West um, Virginia! <laughs> March 23rd. Mama. Moving on, we have Chip and Dip Day, as I just said, which I will maybe be celebrating, depending on if I have work or not. Uh, you could celebrate at work. See, I work with mud and dirt, so the whole chip thing might not go too well as far as my health is concerned. Clearly, it's a dip. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to dip some tortilla in that? In mud? (laughs) It's chocolate flavored, Rick. That's why it's It's, brown. No, it's not. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) I get it in my mouth all the time by accident. (laughs) So so what you're trying to tell me is that isn't just a big five-gallon bucket of Nesquik? No, it is not. It It may look like a milkshake, but it does not taste like a milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and those those little bits those are not chocolate okay those no nope. rocks um march 24th which i believe is thursday thursday yeah um i heard an ad about this one on the radio today because i listened to 97.5 at work and is national cheesesteak day oh. so i've been told that you have to go to delco steaks on thursday to get your cheesesteaks because they're the best ones in the philadelphia area wrong that's what i've been told by 97.5 the fanatic for those for those of you who live outside the philadelphia region out towards you know the the lansdale area in and around there mm-hmm. there is a there's a little italian joint named mocha's train stop i'll spell it for you m-o-c-c-i-a it is in schwanksville pennsylvania about a 25 minute drive from lansdale if we're using lansdale as a reference it has the best cheesesteak outside of the one-hour Philadelphia region I've ever had. Okay, that's fair. I thought you were about to say it's the best cheesesteak ever, and I was like, I don't no, know. No, no. And, like, if you're if you're looking at, like, an hour outside of Philadelphia, kind uh-huh. of where we are suburbs-wise. Yeah. It's the best one I've had in this region. Yeah. If you're, if you're in the Philly region, just find anywhere with a neon sign, and you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> find anywhere with a neon sign that's not named Pats or Genos. Yes, exactly. And then you'll you will find a good cheesesteak. Also, yeah. maybe not Steve's Princess of Steak. They just don't they just don't do it right. It's little just, overrated. A little overrated. It, but, but you know, um, you find yourself just this little joint kind of that has one neon find a sign hole in the wall. that just says open. Yeah, find a hole in the wall. The best it's the best place to go. Every um, time. March twenty fourth is kind of lit. Actually, we have National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day and National Cocktail Day on March twenty fourth as well. There's got to be a chocolate raisin cocktail. I I mean, I'm convinced that exists. I mean, there's a chocolate covered pretzel shot. He's there. Yeah. You haven't had it before. Oh, it's so no, good. No, that's not. It tastes, it tastes nice. exactly like a chocolate covered pretzel. I don't know how. Yep. There it is. Chocolate rum raisin. Nice. Boom. There you go, folks. Indulge in both at the same time. Celebrate it all and then have a cheesesteak. Um, and then March 25th, we have National Medal of Honor Day. So we always like to shout out and thank those who served or have served or will serve. Um, so thanks as always to those. And uh, yeah, that's it. 
got to love the days of the week just because every time we do the days of the week, it gives me like an added little uh, spice to every day. Yeah. Cause I'll, it'll just be a regular like Thursday, for example, it'll be a regular mm-hmm. Thursday. And I'll think to myself, eh, it's just kind of a boring. Oh wait, no, it's cheesesteak day. Cheese I have something day? to do now. And yeah. historically on Thursdays, we go play magic. I get a cheesesteak anyways. It's basically every Thursday <laughs> is cheesesteak day for me. Cause it's Pellerito's so, day. <laughs> Cause it's, cause it's Pellerito's day, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm all set basically very excited <laughs> about that. Um, yes, but we also had golf this last week. That did happen at the Valspar championship in Palm Harbor, Florida. Um. <laughs> and this is no offense to the, uh, to the Valspar, which, by the way, has an underrated trophy. I don't know if you've seen it. I, let me check. It's like this paintbrush-like swoop thing with a golf ball on it. Well, yeah, Valspar cool. is a paint company, so I get that. But Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's no offense to the Valspar, but I'm going to be honest. I had no passion to watch this tournament. Didn't have a say. Of course, it follows the players, which is always a difficult one to follow up. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't interesting to me. It's tough. That, that's a pretty sick trophy. I'll give it to you. Right? Isn't that um, sick? It is It is tough. Um, fo- anytime you're following up either a major or something like the players or even in uh, in Arizona, I'm drawing a blank on the name right now for something. The waste management? Waste management. That's there the one. Go. If you're following up on those big tournaments that like you want to watch the entire weekend, like there's tournaments like like the like I said, all those tournaments I just named, you want to watch Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. And you will do what you can to watch Thursday to Sunday, which in all reality is exhausting. I mean, there's oh yeah. Like you watch like baseball or hockey or basketball where there's multiple games a week, but there's at least a day or so in between where you have time to recover from it. If you're watching golf especially if you have espn plus or whatever the pga tours thing is that you can get that lets you watch everything um and you watch all day you can w- literally watch from like 8 a.m to like 7 p.m thursday right. to sunday not that a lot of people are doing that because that's a huge commitment but like even if you're that's watching for like four or five hours a day like that's a lot yeah um, and then you have one of these tournaments where Maybe not all the big names are playing. Maybe some of them are taking a break because of the last week. And maybe like this week, course conditions were not quite as interesting or fun as they were at the players. And it just kind of decreases interest a little bit. And then it's also tough when you have something like the Dell Technologies coming up the next week when you're sandwiched in between two great tournaments like that because it's the players and it's the biggest purse outside of the FedEx Cup championship. Yep. And then on the other side, you have the Dell Technologies, which is one of the only times we get to see anything outside of single player events. And we get to see um, like a bracket style event. So it's tough to be in the middle there. And yeah. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really watch a lot of it because it was a busy weekend. It was right. His birthday. So we were doing stuff all weekend. Um, I probably wouldn't have watched that much anyway, just because not really super interested in it and i gotta save my energy for the weekends like this where i'm gonna be watching because all the like all the time there's good golfers on like if you turn if you turn golf on on thursday at 8 a.m you're not seeing anybody important no if you turn it on on saturday 
even in Saturday in the morning. Usually there's not that many big name golfers and it's it's really nothing. It's just guys walking around a golf course. It doesn't get interesting until later on in the day when the leaders come up. Right. So personally, I saved my energy for this week because like, for example, one of the first pairings that we have for this week, not to get too far ahead of ourselves is Brooks Kepka, Shane Lowry, Har- Harold Varner, the third and Eric Van Ruyen, which is a legit group. And I'm really excited to watch that one for sure. Also, let's not forget about the uh, John Rom versus Patrick Reed scenario. Yes, that's also <laughs> I just can't uh, wait for John Rom to just wait, to smear check. him across the golf course. I do have to check something real quick. Um, but there, there was some, though few, some notable action from the Valspar. And obviously, we aren't just trying to slander the Valspar. I'm sure it's a legit tournament that some guys very much enjoy playing. However, for us, um, even even us avid watchers of golf, it's relatively boring. Uh, there was a playoff, and Sam Burns ends up winning. Uh, making a 32-foot bomb of a putt on the second playoff hole to end up beating um, Davis Riley, uh, a rookie this year. Davis Riley coming in second there, forcing a playoff after coming into Sunday with the 54-hole lead. I don't know what it is this year, man, but if you have the lead going into Sunday, you're not winning. Well, <laughs> it, it also is a problem that Sam Burns was the man competing with him because yeah. Sam Burns is on fire this year. Absolutely. Uh, so you can't really discredit him too much on that one if he's a rookie and Sam Burns was the guy trailing him. Um, yeah. And not only can you not discredit Davis Riley, ha- he came into this tournament ranked 121st as a rookie, which is impressive. That is impressive. He jumps 32 spots to 89 after the second place finish. Also, on the fifth hole on Sunday, he snowmaned full eight. <laughs> Dry, I mean, plummeting down the leaderboard. And, you know, instead of curling up in a ball in one of the sand traps and just kind of like doing whatever one of those, like the sand spiders do and just covering his body and never being which seen I from again, done. which I would have done. He instead goes out and decides to uh, just stay consistent. Get your uh, pars when you can. If you have an opportunity at birdie, you got to go for it. And that's exactly what he did to bring himself all the way back with a plus one on the day. Um, unfortunately, obviously Sam Burns caught up to him. And when you go to a playoff with Sam Burns, that's petrifying. Um, so ended up coming in second, but it was sole second. So he gets a nice little payday there. And also 89th now in the FedEx cup, uh, rankings at this point in the season, that's nothing to scoff at, you know, you're, you're up there. You're right outside the top 70, which is what you need to, to make it all the way there. Also shout out Shane Lowry T12 was up fourth in FedEx cup oh. points. Big Shane, baby. Uh, but, man, Sam Burns, I know we've talked about, I think it was two episodes ago, we talked about, is this the year of Scheffler? Last episode, we talked about, is this the year of Cam Smith? Are we about to turn around this episode and go, is this the year of Sam Burns? How many different guys are we going to have to talk about? This is nuts. Yeah, I mean, Sam Burns is just on fire at the moment. And it doesn't it doesn't appear that he's slowing down at any point. Uh, it's huge for him personally that he was able to defend here. He obviously loves playing this course, and I don't think he Clearly. won't be here for like I think he'll be coming back for uh, many years to come, even if he doesn't defend. Because anytime you can you can defend a title, even if it's a smaller tournament like this, that's huge. That it's just massive. means that you and that golf course vibe, you and that golf course just go well together. Your game works perfectly for it, and 
he's probably going to win here a few more times before he, before he's done golfing, um, just sure. based on the fact that he went back to back. And that also means you and this golf course get FedEx Cup points. Yeah, <laughs> and that that's really what matters because at the end of the day, what these guys want to do is they want to win the tour. They want to win the FedEx Cup. They want to win that massive payday that comes at the end of it. And now Sam Burns has had quite the season. So starts it off with a W, then a T14 at Shriners, T5 at the CJ Cup, T7 at the uh, Enterprise Houston Open, T3 at the Hero World Challenge, drops a little bit, T19 at the Century, then three in a row missed cuts, Farmers Waste Management Genesis. Full-blown drop-off. Instead of doing exactly what I explained Davis Riley could have done, instead of hiding away and being like, we clearly need to work on something, he stuck to what he was doing. He didn't make any like large adjustments. Boom. T9 Arnold Palmer. T26 of the players. Not awesome, but it is the players. That course is borderline impossible. And then win at Valspar. Yeah. Talk about a kind of just a full-blown parabola effect to a season. And just to come back right there as another win, making two on the year. Putting yourself smack dab in the middle of all of these young guys that are just absolutely killing it this year. I yeah, I will players. say, I will say <clears throat> referencing your comment about um, being in the mix with the guys that we should be talking about. Mm-hmm. He is still 300 points behind Scotty Scheffler in the FedEx Cup yes. rankings Correct. right now. Scotty <laughs> Scheffler is still in first by a comfortable margin at the moment. Um, but we see, we see more and more of these big name guys making their way to the top of the FedEx cup. We talked about it earlier in the year, Tom Hogue, Taylor Gooch. They're starting to fall a little bit. We got Scotty in first, Sam Burns, Cam Smith, Hideki Matsuyama, Victor's in seventh. Some Jay's coming in hot. Like we got these big name guys starting to come up because these big tournaments are happening. And the fact that Sam Burns was able to pull out another win is huge for him mm-hmm. because anytime you can get 500 points in a week, it's going to put you in a really good spot moving forward. Right. And he's going to have to fend off the oncoming armada of the guys that were at the bottom of this list until recently looking at the top 20, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, John Rahm, uh, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, they're coming for your asses. So you got to get your points where you can. And that is, I think the guys who are in the top three, your Scotty Scheffler, your Sam Burns and your Cam Smith, what they did perfectly to start this year is get those wins, get uh, kind of try to be the first one to get to a thousand points, and then just keep playing, stay consistent. You yeah. might not end up in the top ten come the end of the year, but you'll be in the top seventy, and that's really what matters. It's looking like Cam Smith is the guy to be concerned about at the moment because Scotty and Sam both have eleven events played this year. Cam only has seven. He's played four less events this year, and he's only three hundred points behind Scotty. He has the least amount of events played in the top 10. Which is absolutely insane. I mean, obviously, when you win big tournaments, you're going to get more uh, more, more points. Yeah. Because the players of, what, 650? Yeah. Because there so, are some of the bigger tournaments that caught yeah, that. Yeah, like the players is 150 points. more points right. just for the winner. So, like, obviously, those kind of events are going to help out. But I don't know. I mean, he's he's currently ranked number six in the world. That's going to change very soon. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's coming in hot. He's playing some really good golf right now. Uh, not to take anything away from Sam Burns, but he's got someone coming on that he's going to have to keep an eye out for. So this win is huge for him. Yeah, and those guys that we just talked about in the top three, Scotty Scheffler, fifth in the world. 
Uh, Cameron Smith, sixth in the world. Sam Burns, 10th in the world. Yeah. These are now all top 10 guys to be worried about, and they just won in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Good on Sam, though. Great on Sam. Making it into the world top 10. I'm looking at this world top 10, and since Dustin Johnson is now out of it, I love it. I just I'm looking at it and I love every second of it. Because he doesn't deserve to be there right now. No, we love not Dustin at all. Johnson. He's a great guy, great golfer, but at the moment, he's not a great golfer. There's a lot of guys playing way better. And I still don't agree with how they do the official work golf rankings. But if he's out of it now, then we're okay. They were good. Yeah. And so I'm looking at the top 10 right now, and I'm gonna read it off to you and like tell me it just doesn't sound more accurate than what it looked like at the beginning of the year. Uh, so John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Patrick Canley, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, and Sam Burns. It just sounds more accurate than what we started with at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, the only one I disagree <clears throat> with at the, this point is Rory. I don't. I some, also. He's yeah. had some solid finishes. I don't mm-hmm. think he's in the top ten though. I would, I would maybe give him top fifteen, but I don't know about top ten. Agreed. And I'm not, I'm not super sold on, on where Xander's at either, but obviously he had a really hot um, last season. So, and yeah. those are counting towards and him winning a gold medal is definitely going to help. That's not that, that, not that that factors in at all um, on the, on the numbers portion of it, uh, because right. I believe it's only on like actual sanctioned events. Um, but you can't tell me that that doesn't factor in a little bit. Yeah. And like, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at Xander's stats this year right now, and his best finish was that T3 at the Waste Management. And then other than that, his best finishes are a couple of 12s. Yeah. Like, are you really ranked ninth in the world? I mean, I agree with you. I think the world golf rankings are weird because they just use such a large sample size. Like, yeah, I feel like you just need to tighten that up to each season. But I digress. What are you going to do? But when it comes down to guys who are slightly dangerous here, I want to bring a guy up to you that I don't think has been on anybody's radar until right now. And that is Matthew Fitzpatrick, who this week ended up coming in fifth at the, uh, the Valspar. And now it, we're going to break this down a bit statistically here. Um, so far this season, uh, granted just four PGA tournaments he's been involved with, but the, uh, the ones that he's played overseas have also gone really well. He's played, he's played a lot overseas so far this year, played a lot on the DP world tour. Um, but he ranks inside the top 30 in strokes gained off the tee, approaching the green and around the green and putting. He's top 30 in all of the major statistical categories, and he's fifth in strokes gained tee to green, which is nuts. Yeah. Granted, again, only four PGA tournaments so far, um, but the work that he's been doing overseas has also been pretty impressive, statistically speaking. He's had some good finishes. I believe he has a win this year. Over there, where uh, he did last year. I don't remember about this year. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to find it, but you know. But I mean, he's ranked 20th in the world right now, going into this weekend, mm-hmm. and he we've only seen him four times on the PGA Tour. So I mean, that doesn't tell you how well he's doing over on the European Tour. Which, granted, the competition isn't as fierce over on the European Tour, but there's still some big name guys that play over there pretty consistently. And there's um, huge tournaments over there, like. Yeah, you no, know, like those tournaments are taken very seriously by a lot of players. And yeah. right now he's 48th in FedEx Cup points. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> what? Hold Four on. events. Give me Four a second. You're 48th. I mean, come on. <laughs> Nuts. Um, it's just there are so many guys that like I feel like we're not even thinking about that are very dangerous right now. 
that's the issue with golf is there's so many people that at any moment could just make a surge because it's one of those one of those sports where you can very easily get into a groove and just start playing your mind out like i don't even know if that's a saying um no, but I hear what you're saying. I, yeah, I get what you're like saying. Like where you can just start playing out of your mind. There, there we go. you go, That's big guy. Place. I got there. Glad cool. we got it's, there. It sometimes it takes a little bit, but we get there. We we always end up getting there. I do word well. Um, but yeah, I mean, at any time, these guys, most of these guys. That's why they're like. Think about how many golfers there are in the world. Millions, millions of people. Millions at this, at this point in the world, golf. Uh, because mostly because of the pandemic. Right. Uh, but millions and millions of people golf and even someone like who's who's like lowest right now on on the world rankings at this point like even keegan bradley he's like he's ranked 60th in the world right now he would absolutely demolish anybody any average golfer and he's ranked 60th in the world yeah if he just um, if he just finds that switch that he needs to turn on and somehow figure out how that swing that he has is going to get him <laughs> to start shooting lower scores. I mean, he was at the top of the leaderboard this week at some point yep. um, on the early Thursday, Friday, but like, I mean, if he can figure it out, he could easily come up there. He's not a bad golfer. Uh, there's oh, guys like Adam Scott, who's done it before. He's won multiple events. Like there's guys like Jordan Spieth, who's in 11th right now. He's not even in the top 10 of the world rankings, but we've seen what Jordan Spieth can do in the past. And Jordan Spieth is pseudo pseudo back, if you will. I won't say he's necessarily back to what he was, but he's back to competitive golf. Oh, yeah. Yes. So if he ends up finding that switch, he could easily jump up. There's so many guys, and they're all just extremely talented people at the sport of golf, which is impossible to do. Um, so if any of them get into a groove and just start shooting out of their mind or just even well consistently, they're there. I'm currently looking at the uh, the old bio of a one Matt Every, who is currently ranked 250th in FedEx Cup points. Don't even know who he is. Just this guy alone has only played two events this year, had a withdrawal at the Bermuda and a 70th at the Puerto Rico Open. But he is still on the PGA Tour. This is what we're saying. There are so many golfers in the world, even a Matt Avery, was clearly good enough to make the tour, but he's still in last. Like that's what's nuts. Yeah, I mean, two hundred fifty best golfers. Like you ever hear those stories about like Monday qualifiers? How like guys from like the Corn Ferry Tour and stuff are like trying to qualify, and yep. like like if you're not shooting like a sixty-one, you're just not. You just might as well give up. Yeah, you got if, no shot. Like it's things like that. It's like most people in their lifetime will never even touch eighty, and these guys are like, if you're not shooting 61, don't even bother. Like, you might as well just not show up because you just, with, just withdraw at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you might, like you might as well not even be at the qualifier. Um, so, yeah, any of these guys can turn on any time, and that's the fun of this coming week. Uh, I don't know if you were done talking about the Valspar, but I kind of was. Um, yeah, that's the fun of what's coming up this week with the Dell is it doesn't matter what world ranking you are, especially because this is match play, mm-hmm. and it suits other it suits other people. I forget who the defending champion is of this this tournament. Do you happen to remember? Is maybe I just have Sam Burns on the brain, but is it Sam Burns? <laughs> I don't think he went back to back last year. <laughs> I don't think did he? No. Hold on. I gotta hold on. Dell match play winner. 
Billy Horschel. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who the heck is that? I mean, we haven't heard anything from him this year. He's been, he's been like, he, I think at the, was it the players where he was like kind of hovering a little bit? Um, That was about it. Yeah. That's about all we've heard from Billy Horschel so far. I haven't heard anything from him this entire year. Let me, let me see where he's at. That's why it's like one of the better tournaments of the year because you can get guys like Billy Horschel, like Kevin Kisner, where you don't need to be shooting a birdie on every single hole as long as you're not shooting bogeys. You know, for for all it's worth, actually, um, Kevin Kisner is in the top 30 right now in FedEx Cup points rankings. I mean, he got what, T4 at the players? Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> that'll help. <laughs> so That'll do it for you. Um, yeah, so as we always say, golf is nuts, especially professional golf, just absolutely banana land. It's crazy. Um, I do have a couple more notes before we get into the match play thing. Uh, we talked about Matt Fitzpatrick. I also want to bring up Justin Thomas, who clearly is Justin Thomas, I know, but kind of in a way, flying under the radar and lurking in eight PGA Tour starts this season, he's had made eight, uh, made eight cuts, so hasn't been cut yet. Six top tens and two podium finishes. He's bound for a win here at some point. Yeah, I mean, he's he's probably like we just talked about guys turning it on. He he probably has like if we're talking about one of those like dimmer lights and oh, like yes. some guys have to turn their knob like pretty far in order to turn it on to where they need to be and, and start winning. He's probably the guy who needs to turn his knob the least oh, in yeah. order to get where he needs to be. Like he just needs like like one little thing, a little bit more consistent, and then he's off to the races. I mean, like, it's Justin Thomas. It's he's never yeah. he's never not going to be in the conversation. Um, but yeah, he probably has like the least amount of stuff that he would need to do in order to just catapult himself into starting to win multiple tournaments in a row. Yeah, if we had if he had like a one to ten dial, he's probably on like three right now. Other guys are rocking at like seven or eight yeah. and like playing their asses off. And JT's yeah. like, this has been a great warm up. Eight of eight. Here we go. <laughs> Got the Masters coming up. Let's turn it on. I'd light it up. Ah, JT in a green jacket. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. I wouldn't be shocked if it happened this year. I wouldn't be shocked if it happened this year either. Um, one more note on Sam Burns uh, before we move on to some Brooks Kepp comments, actually. Right now, Sam Burns, as far as the world golf rankings are concerned, is ahead of the likes of Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, and Jordan Spieth. Well, Bryson has been injured. Injured. I say that in air quotes for those that can't see, which is all of you, um, because he he hurt himself while he was packing for the Saudi tour. Uh, which hasn't <laughs> been announced yet, but it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he heard himself packing for the Saudi tour. So good. Um, all right. Yeah, I have some I have some comments here from Brooks Kepka, who uh, fired a 65 on Sunday, catapulting himself from T45 to T12. Nice payday there, kid. Uh, he actually uh, was a bit perturbed, I would say about uh, how the Copperhead course was playing on the final round. He said, quote, I think the pin positions aren't very tough, if I'm honest. I think some of the pin locations are kind of center of the green. It's definitely gettable today, which it's it's kind of weird. So, honestly, gettable for Brooks does not mean gettable for the rest of the field. Brooks, you had to jump 33 spots just to get in 12. 
like also statistically doesn't really matter what it was doing on sunday i'm more worried about what happened in the likes of thursday to saturday <laughs> when you ended up in 45th somehow yeah what, what happened here uh and statistically speaking sunday marked the highest scoring average of the week kepka's score was the best of the day by two full shots so i don't know if he was like kind of soft flexing on everybody or if he had like <laughs> honest complaints That's definitely a soft flex it's got to be right flex. there's no there's, way it's not no like he's he was like oh i had the i definitely had the best score today i'm just gonna have some fun here yeah the greens no were way. easy uh no, <laughs> were kind of gettable <laughs> <laughs> no way that's been, not a soft flex you can't tell me otherwise <laughs> should have been really easy for everybody basically uh oh i had the best i had the best score on the that's oh, crazy i don't i, don't, I, I have no idea i wouldn't have <laughs> thought that <laughs> oh would you look at that <laughs> Very meme, very memeable out of out of Brooks Kepka. And you know, honestly, I think that's which I mean what what, what do you what else do you expect at this point from him? Going blonde. Yeah. Very on brand. Very on brand. All righty, now we can stop talking about the Valspar and talk about some more exciting stuff. For example, the match play for the Dell Technologies Championship. Probably if I had to rank like my top two favorite tournaments of the year it's like the waste management and then probably this one because it's something different you know it's it's a match play it's it gives you those those same vibes from the Ryder cup the same kind of energy but it's you're rooting for players which is just yeah fantastic um it it, i I believe last year we did a full bracket if i if i can remember and we'll probably do the same we'll probably do the same this year we're not going to bore you by going through our brackets on air here. We will do this on our own time and post. We did them. that last year, and yeah. you guys probably hated it. You guys so. probably hated every second because I think that episode was just so long. I'm pretty sure it was like a two hour episode. Yeah. So we're not going to do that this time. However, we are going to just highlight a couple of matchups here that are going to be really cool. Unfortunately, I guess Rob Bolton just takes a vacation on the old match play stuff. Yeah. Rob, Rob just doesn't care about match play. Could not find an article from Rob, unfortunately, because uh, we obviously know they just will refuse to hire anybody that knows what they're talking about to do those uh, power rankings. So uh, obviously Rick highlighted one of the uh, the more fun groups with Kepka, Lowry, Varner, and Van Royen. Woo! That's going to yeah. be a fun group. I mean, Shane Lowry, major champion. Russ Kepka, major champion. HV3, top of the leaderboard at the players for the first two days. And Eric Van Royen cool last name i mean (laughs) what what more could you want it doesn't doesn't. and also i think yeah i I already highlighted the john rom patrick reed thing we all know that's going to be fun to watch it's the return of bryson which i do have i actually was just about to ask you does he make it out of the first round no i don't think he does either i think taylor Taylor gooch absolutely smokes his ass i think i think he does too i was just looking at that and i was like no shot Bryson makes it out of the first round right now. I'm looking at that for that first grouping of four, and I'm like, no, Taylor Gooch has got that in the bag. Sorry. Sorry, Bryson. You're not making it out of that first round. This is not happening. Um, and ne- next grouping, Dustin Johnson, Max Homa, Matt Wolf, and um, Mackenzie Hughes. I would love to root for the Canadian boy here. I do think that this actually goes to Homa because he's playing yeah. incredible golf right I now. I agree with that. Now, sure, DJ's ranked eighth and Homa's ranked 30th, but I'm not looking at the rankings. I'm looking at who has been playing the better golf of recent. And I think Homa's going to be a little more consistent. DJ has right. the uh, 
the tendency to sprinkle in some some bogeys in there mm-hmm. and then just makes it up with birdies, which isn't going to fly in match play. It's not going to help you in match play because if you just lost the point, doesn't matter what you shot. Yeah. Um, and also Max Homa having no problem putting birdies up himself. Um, yeah. This group is actually one of the more interesting, at least to me personally, just because of these two guys that are on top of it, Scotty Scheffler and Matthew Fitzpatrick. This whole group is, I think that's probably going to be one of the more fun groups to watch on the first yeah. day. I mean, I know it includes Ian Poulter, but if there's one thing we know about Ian Poulter and guys like him is they love match play. He did pretty well last year. He did. And that's because they thrive in match play situations. As long yeah. as their scores aren't calculated by stroke, these guys have success. Yeah. And th- this group of Scheffler, Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, and Ian Poulter, I think is going to be a really interesting one to watch. Who do you think is coming out of this group? I got to go Scotty. I mean, this, this is like an ideal week for me. Um, as yeah, far it as it really is, <laughs> as far as what I'm trying to push and rooting for for and against players in golf, I mean, I'm going hard on Scotty. I'm going hard on Brooks. Um, I would absolutely like a dream scenario for me is they end up as the last two on that side of the board. Oh yeah. Um, obviously, only one of them can come out of it, but so be it. You know, as it's one of those yeah. situations when it comes to bracket stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely that's one of my like top three groups to watch. Is that group? Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. This next group, I'm probably not gonna even watch a lick of. Uh, we have yeah. Billy Horschel, Thomas Hoagie, and. Peters and Lee. I don't even know who those two are. Yeah. Um, but I personally, I think Hoagie comes out of this one. Um, yeah, probably. No offense to Billy Horschel and his 12th rankedness, but uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Tom Hoagie's playing better golf right now. Year. Yeah. Um, this next group also kind of eh. Um, Tyrrell Hatton and Daniel Berger are in it. Um, and uh, Benson Hute. Great huge name. miss. I don't know how they do these these bracket systems, but it was a huge miss to not put Victor Hovland in a bracket with Daniel Berger. Agreed. Huge miss. Whiff. Huge whiff. Absolute whiff job. Um, I think I think Daniel Berger gets out of that group easy. Um, this last group here on the left side of the bracket, uh, Patrick Cantlay, Sung J M, Seamus Power, and Keith Mitchell. That's not a bad group. Not bad. Um, I do think Patty Ice gets out of that though. Yeah, well, I think I think Patty Ice for sure. Because well, it's Patty Ice. Uh, there's not much more explanation that we need to give you. Um, this group, clean sweep, clean sweep. Colin Morikawa, easy. No offense to <laughs> clean sweep. No, he's to, going three and no, no doubt. No offense to Jason Kokrak or Sergio Garcia, but good luck. We're <laughs> gonna put up a fight, but I think it's a clean sweep by Colin. Um, this group, honestly, kind of boring. I mean, Bubba Watson's always exciting to, to, uh, to watch, but I think Abraham answer comes out of this group. I just I think Brian he's playing Harvey. the better golf. You got Brian Hart. I like that pick. He, I he like that well pick. I like that pick. Yeah. Um, this group, I'm probably just going to give to Louis Oosthuizen because of his name. Um, Louis but I used Louis Oosthuizen. But I do want to root for the Canadian boy, Corey Connors, in this group. Um, this group is all non-Americans. Louis Oosthuizen, um, Paul Casey, Corey Connors, and Alex Noren. Um, I might go Corey Connors just to, just to root for the Canadian boy. I think I'm still going to stick with Oosthuizen. <laughs> you just got to love the name, man. Um, I just love the – one of the best mess-ups in the history of broadcasting. It is. If you ask me. It's amazing. 
Easter yeah, season. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this group, Xander Shoffley and Tony Finau, along with uh, Herbert and Kanaya. Don't even know who Kanaya is. Neither do I. Uh, I'm going Tony out of this group. And I don't know why. I have no good explanation for that. Yeah, well, I don't have an explanation right either. For some reason, I'm I'm thinking Lucas is gonna Lucas Herbert's gonna take it. Um, Yo, Holiday Herbert, just a, just a gut feeling. <laughs> well, what? Well, hold on. Feeling right uh, now, so. Well, we have the national days of the week, but somebody needs to tell Holiday Herbert about it about the holidays, so he can he motivate himself. Yes, exactly. You know, so somebody's got a on on Wednesday. What do we have? We have the the raisin thing Wednesday. Raisin and um, what? Let me see. Um, Wednesday we have what is that? March twenty third. Yeah, that's chip and dip day. Oh, chip and okay. Thursday so, so we, is Thursday is the cocktail and raisin day. Right. Okay. So we got a no. I thought that it was um. Wait. Hold on. Hold hold the phone. Um. Wednesday is the twenty third. Right. So the twenty third, somebody's got to send them chips and dip. Yes. And then the the twenty fourth, somebody's got to send them a cheesesteak, and yes. the twenty fifth. Uh, somebody's got to send him um, lobster Newberg. Yes. Okay. So that's whatever that is. We got to send him. We can't all send him a medal of reminder. honor. He's not. We can't. He's not yeah. He's not. He's not, not, he's not in the. Uh, he's, he's not in the military. So he's if we just get all those things to him, I think it makes it out of that group easy peasy lemon squeezy. Easy peasy. And done, son. Uh, this group. I don't get me wrong. I love kids. Uh, but when there's JT in a group that's like a tough this, look for kids. It's tough. I think you put kids in any other group, he has a shot. Honestly, I think it would be it would be interesting if you moved Kiz up into Herbert's spot of the last grouping. Yeah, I think Agreed. Kiz comes out of that. I don't know. I don't know if he comes out of this though. Yeah, well, because even with, yeah, even Mark Leishman and Luke List are playing okay golf right now. Yes, um, which is going to be a problem. I mean, Kevin Kizer's great at match play. So mm-hmm. if anyone in that group is going to have a chance against Justin Thomas, I think it's going to be him. I just it's Justin Thomas. You can't it is. against him, I feel like. You really can. And it's it's hard, especially with the golf he's playing right now, which is absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, sure, he doesn't have a win yet, but, like, just such good golf he's playing right yeah. now. So, um, next group, we got Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, and Keegan Bradley. I kind of like Justin Rose, and just because of how he does in match play situations. Yeah. Like, it's no offense to Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth who are playing good golf, um, but, like, I don't know. Justin Rose thrives in a match play scenario. I I'm gonna have to go with Keegan. You like it? You like the key? All right, I'm, I'm down with that. I go with my down guys. With I don't know what to tell you. Down with that. Um, next group we got Joaquin Neiman, Kevin Na. Um, oh, what's his first name? Henley. Ryan Henley. Ryan Henley and Maverick McNeely. Neiman. I'm taking Kevin Na. I'm taking the walk-in Neiman. putter. I'm doing. <laughs> taking Kevin Na in that group. Uh, and then the last group to talk about Sepp Straka, Cameron Tringale, Will Zalatoris, and Victor Hovland. Give me Will Zalatoris out of this. Yep. One. Give me Will, Will Zalatoris. Zalatoris. I'm I'm against Victor Hovland, unfortunately, for the rest of the year, just because of comments that have been made within the friend group. Um, I hate to have to root against him. But it feels bad because he's such a nice guy. It you does. Yeah, you don't want to root against him, <laughs> yeah. but I have to. So I'm going to. You've made so the commitment. Let's go, Will. So yeah, you, you got it. Let's go, you Will. Made the I commitment. Mean, it's happening. Will's it's, taking it. Let's go. Uh, and those are our um, full Wednesday to Friday picks. 
Um, obviously, we will um, try to post the bracket breakdowns that we have. If I can remember who I picked in these groups, which I don't think I remember anyways, but uh, um, did we, did we ever talk about the first group? I don't think we talked about the first group. No, we didn't. We skipped over that completely. I think we just, did we just assuming John Ron John Ron's going to absolutely. Um, down, yeah. That's why. How about, so we don't bore everybody with our whole bracket. How about we just go with the last two standing? The last two step. Yep. Work through it in your head right now. Who you got left? Who you got left at the end. Okay. I'm doing this right. I have. And this is going to sound terrible, but I'm committing to it. Okay. Because I don't think I did the math right in my head, but it's fine. <laughs> I have Colin Morikawa V. Shane Lowry. Oh. Okay. Is that weird? It's a bit weird, but it's I like it. Weird. I get that, though, because uh, I'm going to have to go with my man, Scotty, riding him all the way. Unfortunately, I, I, I think he's going to take Brooks down in the, in the final two on that side. And then I'm going to do something a little wild here. Um, I don't remember <laughs> if I said anything. Um, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go with Keegan Bradley. Yes. I'm going to go Scotty and Keegan. Okay. And that's going to be my championship match. Ooh, Scotty and Keegan. These are some exciting. These are exciting matchups. Yeah, these are. I'm excited about this. This is gonna be good. Yep. Um, do we have anything for the two man scramble, my friend? I don't think so. I don't think so either. This was actually a bit longer of an episode than I thought we were gonna have. So, without further ado, folks, uh, obviously stay tuned on the Instagram as we will post uh, these bracket things um, for your viewing pleasure. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, For your viewing pleasure. Strange. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> we will. Uh, <laughs> please never do that again. Um, we will try to um, keep as you know in tune with what's going on as possible with the Dell Technologies because we do enjoy watching it. Um, but also, spring training it's baseball is golf, here, so. so it is an extra day of golf, which is nice. Um, and while you're there on the Instagram, hit the follow button. If you don't follow us on Instagram, but you take in the content. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, we're not like super active on Instagram because I hate social media. We tr- I'm trying we try. my best over here. We're, we're doing what we here. can. We actually, yeah. we travel pretty good in the word of mouth spectrum. So that's, yes, that's, that's, we, we post on our story more than anything, which is why you yes. need to follow us. Yep. That way you see when we post on our story. Exactly. Very much, uh, very friendly on the stories. We just love those because they're, they're quick, easy, and you know, it's very painless. Um, but thank you. about a caption. Hey, captioning is the worst. Yeah. Just trying to think of something because you want to be creative and like quirky in a way. Yeah. And then you write it out and you're like, that's stupid. Nope. Nope. Backspace. Hate myself. (laughs) And then you lock your phone because somebody's talking to you. You totally forget that you have to make the post and it's all gone downhill. Um, But hey, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, We always appreciate when you guys listen to our podcast. We have way more listeners than I thought we were ever going to get doing this podcast. So, Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and sharing what we do here on From the Tips. And uh, as always, go follow us at, at From the Tips underscore pod on Instagram, and we out! Thanks, guys. See you later.